This is The Last Call with Chris Michaels for another riveting podcast. I had already done another podcast earlier tonight for a solid hour, so I'm probably going to keep this podcast to a relative minimum because, you know, at this point I'm just tired and how much can you riff off the top of your head? Uh, But we tonight have seen some interesting developments as far as MAGA is concerned. So as we all know, we have the Arizona Forensic Audit well underway in, well, Arizona, particularly Maricopa County, my former residence. I think that there's something afoot, because with these audits, what you're seeing is there's a video that has been released of these audits, You see all these people, these mouth breathers, looking over all the ballots. But there is one video in particular. They show these ballots being uh, inserted into a box. Or maybe put into a box, and there appears to be a UV light or a, a black light in there. Because what they're doing is that they're looking for watermarks. And they're infrared watermarks. And if if these watermarks don't show on the ballots, that means that the ballots aren't valid. And so they can be thrown out. Okay? That's the whole purpose behind it. And so what happens is is that as they're scanning these things, as they're looking at these things, uh, we're hearing more and more reports that there has been systemic election fraud that occurred within Maricopa County. Now... The issue behind all of this is that as soon as the Democrats heard that this was going to happen, they sent in 100 very, very powerful lawyers to go in there and make sure that these efforts are stymied. Essentially, what these workers need to do is that they need to validate at least 140,000 ballots per day uh, before the deadline is reached. Currently, they are on track to do about 50,000 ballots per day because of all of these lawsuits that the Democrats are trying to throw at the auditors. What else is going on? The Democrats have bust in Antifa and BLM. So watch out for those protests as they move forward. The issue behind all this, too, is that Governor Ducey, otherwise known as Governor Douchey, uh, he pretends to be a Republican, but he is nothing more than a globalist. He is on the side of the Democrats most of the time. That's why he has not done anything to overturn, not even overturn, just to validate the election results in 2020 uh, for that election cycle. And he is not guarding any of the auditors. So those auditors are probably going to be attacked at some point. Uh, I do not have any information relating to that. I'm just going by what we know, the M.O., of Antifa and BLM seems to be after dealing with them for a year and a half. Uh, So that would not come to anybody's surprise. What else is going on is that Donald Trump said that he is prepared to begin all of the MAGA rallies yet again uh, in about May, and he will make his final decision as to whether or not he should run as president in, uh, well, right after the 2022 mid-cycle elections or midterm elections. So that should be something to look forward to. He's already swinging at potential rivals, particularly the governor of, I think it was Maryland, 
uh, said he was a horrible person, you know, the typical stuff which we all came to know and love about Donald Trump. But other things that are going on, and this all came out in the last two days or so, and if you know Trump and you know a little bit of astrology, then you know and understand that Trump unveils things along the lines of astrologically significant events. So what does that mean? So he will start a campaign. He will start attacking people on a full moon, on a new moon, on a a planet that goes in retrograde. Uh, You have to talk about astrology. You have to learn a little bit about astrology. So all of a sudden with the new, with a full moon that just occurred in Scorpio, we've got all sorts of things that have been coming out including the FISA judge. Remember FISA? FISA was the whole thing that allowed people like Rodenstein to lie about the FISA warrants, which summarily allowed the FBI and the Democrats to spy on Donald Trump and anybody associated with Donald Trump. You've got that judge in the hot seat because we found out that that judge is essentially communist because he has denied FISA applications against people that are hard leftists, while at the same time, this judge allows the FBI to spy on people that go to the FBI with serious complaints. Essentially, what this judge is doing is that he is on the side of Democrats. And what he does is, if someone more than likely a Democrat, if someone is accusing someone else of awful, awful things like treason or sexual harassment or money laundering or something along those lines, and that person that's being accused happens to be a Democrat, this judge then allows the FBI to spy on the accuser. That is mafia tactics 101. What he's doing is he's allowing the FBI and the Democrats to shut people up so that they don't talk anymore. That's what this judge is – I think his name is Balsberg, B-A-O-S-B-E-R-G. I think that's his name. I don't have it in front of me. But that's what this judge is doing, and he has now been outed. So watch out for stuff over there, and hopefully this asshole gets locked up or at least disbarred. The other – thing about the, uh, speaking of judges, the other thing that uh, concerns me about the Maricopa County uh, audit, forensic audit, couldn't think of the word. See, this is what happens when I've already done an hour-long podcast. Um, The forensic audit is the judge that originally allowed all of this to occur has been switched out with a Democrat-appointed judge that is now overseeing this. This Democrat-appointed judge used to work for, uh, oh man, I can never remember the damn name of this stupid-ass law firm. Uh, this, oh, what is it called? Perkins Coey? Is that it? I'm, I'm quickly looking it up. Perkins Coey, I believe that's, yeah, Perkins Coey. So this judge, now overseeing the audit in Maricopa County that could have far-reaching implications If we find out that Donald Trump actually won Arizona, right, this judge 
used to work for Perkins Coie. Now, he was also appointed by Democrats. Now, where does Perkins Coie come from? Perkins Coie was the law firm that was hired by the Democrats to generate, essentially, fake news, propaganda, mudslinging. Perkins Coie hired Fusion GPS to look for and generate the Steele dossier, which essentially means the Democrats paid Perkins Coie and Perkins Coie paid Fusion GPS to drum up bullshit about Donald Trump and then summarily in order to distract the media, not even distract the media because the media colluded with the Democrats, to distract the public from Hillary Clinton's felony, felony of sending emails over an unsecured server to avoid Freedom of Information Act requests, she unleashed and they unleashed Russiagate and the Christopher Steele dossier. So do we really think this judge in Arizona that used to work for Perkins Coie associated themselves with Russiagate, do we really think that Perkins Coie judges and is Perkins Coie is also the counsel of record for the Democratic National Committee. Do we really think this judge is going to give this whole audit a fair break? I would assume no. However, however, the judge did fight back against the Democrats when they tried to shut the audit down. Now, the other question that you have to ask yourself about this whole audit is that you've got individuals and you've got organizations worth literally trillions and trillions of dollars with a T. You're talking about Rothschilds. You're talking about Rockefellers. You're talking about the George Soroses. If you total up all of their worth, you're talking about trillions of dollars at their disposal. You're talking about people that have been bribed, are able to be bribed, uh, able to be uh, strong-armed into into acquiescing to whatever these people want. These people have unlimited, unlimited resources in the in every sense of the word unlimited. That's what these people have, but for some reason, they are not. They are not stopping this audit, which means something else is afoot, which means that they are allowing this to occur, which also means that there is something else going on, except we don't exactly know what's going on. Something else is going on. Let's, we don't know, but they're allowing this audit to continue, right? Because the, the Democrats when this audit first started, had to come up with a million bucks, with a million dollars, that's it, a million dollars, to stop the audit, or at least pause it, right? The Democrats didn't do that. They could easily do that. I mean, all they have to do is knock on Obama's door and say, hey, do you have a spare million? He's, sure, no problem. They, they're, not, they're not poor, these people, but they're allowing this audit to occur. So we don't know why, and we have to figure that out. What else is going on in this whole thing with Trump? We see a lot of Democrats now being held accountable, particularly 
one guy, leading Democratic primary mayoral candidate Scott Stringer. Essentially, the chickens have come home to roost on this moron who threw himself at one of his employees, put his hand down her pants to get at her cabbage cookie, and tried to make out with her. And then she, and then he, you know, she pulled away and was like, what are you doing? And he, don't tell anybody, don't tell. And now it's finally coming out. This guy's big time Democrat. He was the comptroller for a while. And so finally, this person is being held accountable. And he's also associated with ex-New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman, also a fellow Democrat and fellow degenerate. Uh, so watch out for that stuff going on too. Now, briefly, briefly, we have this whole story about John Kerry, the one who looks like uh, was the poster boy for the Easter Island heads with that stone-faced chiseled jaw of his. Uh, we find out that John Kerry has been releasing uh, or at least warning Iran of Israeli strikes, Israeli hits, things like that in Syria and elsewhere. Uh, this is technically treasonous. Now, we all have read the story. If you listen to Last Call with Chris Michaels or if you've listened to any of my other podcasts or radio shows, you know that we have a jaundiced eye cast at Israel because they're not this altruistic pinnacle of democracy in the Middle East. You know, they are they are not they are there are a lot of things that 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 the Mossad does that is not very good. Okay, and, you know, they have been tied to selling nuclear weapons to places like Korea and South Africa. So now I can't verify any of that stuff because all that stuff is cloak and dagger and nonsense like that. But if we're to believe the rumor mills about them, it goes along those lines. So if we all remember Q, remember Q was that limited air out, uh, secretive, trust the plan, uh, kind of hijacked the Trump movement. It was probably run by uh, Vice President Pence, Rod Rodenstein of Russiagate fame, and also Paul Ryan after he was kicked out of Congress because he was so upset. Paul Ryan had his eyes on the presidency and when Donald Trump came in there, he was very, very pissy and tried to align himself along with the coup members of the Republican Party that included Vice President Pence. Uh, Pence used to always, always, always reference run silent, run deep. Uh, and Pence, being that he's older, knows that run silent, run deep is from a movie. And Q used to reference run silent, run deep all the time. So it only goes to show... Probably it's, it's more than likely Pence was filtering information for Q. So John Kerry giving information to the Iranians and Dan Scavino, or however you say his name, he is the brand new poster boy for conservative radio after Rush Limbaugh died. He posted a tweet at 11.08. And so people went, oh my gosh, if we go to Q... Uh, whatever they called it, Q Post 1108. It is a Drudge Report reference, and it says Iran threat to restart nukes. 
Now, the Q people, they've been... I don't know. I really want to believe this stuff. I guess it's the dramaticist in me that would really like to see a lot of these Q predictions come true. But a lot of the times, if you read through this stuff, and I've never, I didn't pay attention to Q until pretty much the end of Trump's presidency. I, I ignored it. I didn't pay attention to it at all. Um, but they seemingly grasp at straws because they're looking for any sort of clues to have their faith validated, that this is going to go in the right way, that Trump is going to make a monumental return. And I hope he does. For nothing else, it's for something to talk about because it was more than entertaining. Um, so I, I, they're saying, oh gosh, now the next thing comes along and here we go. Q is right after all. Uh, next... Oh, man, we've got Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. Where's Hunter? There he is. He's going to be giving a talk about media bias and how poisoned the media outlets have become. Yes, none other than coke-snorting, meth-smoking, prostitute-fucking, and impregnating, goes without saying, Uh, let's see, illegal gun-buyer, son of the supposed president of the United States, Hunter Biden, uh, is going to be giving a talk about media bias and fake news. Do you know, in front of a college, no less, and the college has declined to tell anybody whether or not Hunter Biden will actually be paid, and if we all know that he's going to be paid. So not only that, But do you know who else is going to be on the panel that Hunter Biden will be speaking with? None other than Cruella DeVille from 101 Dalmatians, Scarf Aficionado, Dr. Burks. Do we all remember her from the COVID-19 task force that Donald Trump put together? So like I've said over the past year, you've had hardcore Democrats completely sideline and derail any sort of efforts that Trump was trying to put together to maintain and stymie and slow down COVID, assuming the COVID myth is correct and true, right? You, he's surrounded with Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks. They're all Democrats. Why would Dr. Burks, of all people, go on a panel with Hunter Biden, where the college that is hosting these clowns won't tell anybody whether or not these same clowns are going to be paid for their lying, why would she go on? She's a Democrat. She's a Democrat through and through. So why would Trump put her in there? The other thing, Dr. Burks came out, this was about a month ago or two months ago, she said, well, the data that Dr. Fauci and I would come up with was completely different from the data that Donald Trump was presenting to people. Yeah, because maybe Donald Trump knew that you were trying to rook him into believing this whole COVID-19 nonsense. Maybe he knew that you people were trying to drum up panic wherever you people go. I mean, Dr. Fauci still does that kind of nonsense. So, I, Hunter Biden, give me a break. Hunter Biden is trying to cash out because his career as bagman for uh, Joseph Biden is over because he's been caught too many times doing drugs. Uh, 
and uh, a whole bunch of text messages have come out saying just that. And also, the reason why I bring up Hunter Biden is the FBI raid against Rudy Giuliani today in Manhattan. Basically, the FBI said that Rudy Giuliani was illegally uh, lobbying because he was investigating people uh, in the Ukraine uh, that were essentially working for Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, which we know is true, which we know pay-to-play Joe, quid pro Joe, uh, we know that that actually happened. Joe Biden said, do this or you don't get the money. Well, that's exactly what a quid pro quo is, okay? Um, so Giuliani investigated that and summarily, uh, they're saying that this is a lobbying uh, chicanery so that Rudy Giuliani broke the law in that way while being in the employ of the president of the United States, Donald Trump, at the same time. Uh, so all the once again, all the Q people, they are saying, oh, this is it. Rudy Giuliani, he, this is the first sign of the first domino that is going to fall, that's going to bring down the whole house of cards, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't know. I, it, once again, wishful thinking, in my opinion, uh, because Rudy Giuliani, well, if anything, if we've learned anything about these Democrats over the past four years, is that they will come up with any reason to go after somebody and they will essentially allow the media and coordinate with the media to make the accused guilty until proven innocent instead of what it is legally innocent until proven guilty. So I think that's what they're going to do against Rudy Giuliani. However, there's something interesting about this whole thing because the one thing that the FBI supposedly did not take from Rudy Giuliani is Hunter Biden's laptop. And Hunter Biden's laptop has everything on it. Everything. Pedophilia, drug use, murders, occult rituals, video, audio, everything. The FBI did not touch that. Now, if this whole thing against Rudy Giuliani is valid and they're going to start investigating and throwing a case against Rudy Giuliani for things that he's done in, Ukra in the Ukraine while under President Trump, then that means that Rudy Giuliani can say, you know what? I was investigating treason and I was investigating uh, seditious activity and here is my evidence, and I'd like to submit this evidence to the court, which then in turn basically torpedoes all of the Bidens, all of the Democrats, and everything else, which would be interesting. It would be extremely interesting. And on a final note, there's something that is erupting in Italy of all places. It's called Italy Gate. So uh, I don't, you're never going to find it here in the U.S. because it's always going to be covered up in the U.S. But essentially what happened in Italy is that a whole bunch of spies have been kicked out of their jobs, if not arrested, for their influence 
in the 2020 election cycle and the 2016 election cycle. And we find out that they've coordinated with none other than Barack Obama and his team of lawyers. So what this is, is what we've known all along. It's how the votes are counted. So when you cast a vote electronically, it goes to a foreign server. It is counted and then sent back to the United States to be read. So if we have 100,000 votes in County X, it's all submitted to a server in Italy. Italy processes the votes, sends back the results to County X. You understand the amount of insecurity a system like that has in it. We could have things like we saw with uh, the whole Dominion voting system scam, where every vote for Trump counted as 0.75 votes, and every vote for Biden counted as 1.25 votes. So for every four people that voted for Biden, another vote was cast. And for every, what, every, uh, what, every two votes for Trump turned out to be one and a half vote. Uh, no, one point, well, yeah, 1.75 votes for Trump. They're doing the same thing in Italy, and they were caught. They've done it elsewhere, but Italy is the first domino to fall so to speak the other problem the other issue with this and this is what i what i've also heard i don't know if this is true but this is what i've also heard is that what they were trying to do with the whole russiagate thing was that they were trying to lure trump campaign people trump campaign people into italy to access servers in italy to make it look like they were violating uh, United States laws during an election cycle, particularly 2016, and say that they were allowing themselves to access hacked illegal Russian information that was inserted on an, an Italian server. So basically what you had was, what it looked like, was that somebody from Russia sent illegal hacked material on Hillary Clinton, which we know is bullshit, to somebody in Italy, which stored it on an Italian server. And then somebody from the Trump campaign was supposed to go over there into Europe and access that information on an Italian server. Now, that would have served as a way to obtain FISA warrants, which they got anyway. It was irrelevant. But it would also allow Trump people to be uh, basically investigated further and sued and thrown into prison for dealing internationally with classified and hacked materials. They were using Italy as one of those middlemen, bagman type points for that information. And those people that have been involved with that and have been coordinating with Obama and Clinton and all the rest have now been kicked out of their jobs and or arrested. So this is an interesting development, and it all came out. All of this came out right after the most latest full moon. So that's going to be the last call with Chris Michaels. Like I said, it was all about Trump. 
We'll be back for one more podcast this week because, as we all know, I do podcasts Monday through Thursday. You can listen to me on Spotify and also Anchor and Apple Podcasts. So until tomorrow, gird your loins and think of me in the shower.